happy Monday, one and all. Can I just say, before I get into everything, that I've had the best damn weekend I've had in a long time, even more so than my birthday weekend, and I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you why. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, the reason is, um, I've been on a Hunger Games kick. I, I have, a, as I'm sure everyone in the world does, a smart TV with all the apps and whatnot, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney+, Plus, and usually... HBO Max is my go-to. They have all my TV shows. They have both versions of Gossip Girl, Sex and the City, everything I like, all good movies in rotation. Occasionally Disney+, Plus, but right now it's really HBO Max. But then I was like, you know what, I have Amazon Prime or Prime Video, whatever it's called. I'm going to go on right now and see what's up. And when I was flying back to LA from the East Coast, I watched the first Hunger Games movie because it was on JetBlue. And I was loving it because I haven't seen it in years and years and years. And I love Jennifer Lawrence and I love Liam Hemsworth and the whole cast, you know, um... What What is that guy's name who plays Snow? He's such a good actor. He was in The Undoing with Nicole Kidman. He played Nicole Kidman's dad. So good. So I was like thinking about that. I was like, let me just see if Amazon Prime has The Hunger Games. And they do. They have all four with ads, which is fine. Catching Fire is my personal favorite. So I started with that one. And then I watched I'm on Mocking Jay Part 1. I'm watching it for the second time in a row because it's such a damn good movie. And I also watched Catching Fire twice. Literally such a good movie. The the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman is incredible. May he rest in peace. Elizabeth Banks is Effie Trinket. It's so good. And I love... it's To me, it's like the, the trilogies that I love are Hunger... Not trilogies. The series that I love. Hunger Games, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, Potter. Love them all. I'm such a big fan. And then, of course, Twilight, which I don't know if it's still on Netflix. But when it was on Netflix, I watched all of them. Because I love franchises so much. I'm a sucker for a long, you know, telltale of a great story. And I'm really excited for the prequel, the Hunger Games prequel, whenever that's going to come out. So I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. And I, I I don't think Jennifer Lawrence's character is going to be it because I think it's going to be like early capital day. So probably a younger version of Donald Sutherland's character who played President Snow. So good. And that's uh, basically what I've been doing all weekend. And of course, taking care of my pup, which was great. It was a beautiful day out at Cheesecake Factory for dinner. Mwah, chef's kiss. I love the roadside slider. Shout out to Cheesecake Factory Beverly Hills. So good. That bread, the brown bread and the white bread. So good. But aside from that, that's pretty much all I did all weekend. There are uh, There's a lot to talk about because a lot went on from, you know, our last chat Friday till today, Monday, Monday morning. But, but before I get into our six, I have six stories for you guys today. Let me just say... To one and all, good morning. It is I, Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, here to deliver some really great pop culture-based stories today. No politics, nothing crazy, all pop culture stuff, because that's, you know, what I want to do. That's what I want to deliver. That's the mood I'm in. And um, that's, you know, I'm a pop culture girly. That's, you know, what, what your girl is here to do. But um, let me just, I'm racking my brain to see. Oh, yeah, I mean, the I, this, is kind of, this is a story, but... Something that I've just been seeing all over the, all over the news this weekend is um, like uh, the Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum of it all, which I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm 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 thinking that there's something in the air between the two, and I couldn't think of a better like couple. They're both cool. They're both young Hollywood. They're both just very like anti-establishment, which I really like. Zoe Kravitz, of course, is Hollywood royalty with her mom being Lisa Bonnet and her dad Lenny Kravitz. Speaking of Lenny, speaking of Lenny Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz is sin on the Hunger Games. He's so good. He's Katniss's wardrobe guy. And, of course, Snow is a prick. And, you know, because he makes that beautiful wedding dress that transforms into a Mockingjay. And, obviously, Katniss is the Mockingjay. I love Hunger Games. And I went on, like, a, a rabbit hole on YouTube about, like, theories and whatnot of, like, why everything is... Oh, and Sam Cleffin as... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. What is his name? Um, he's a really handsome one who's a swimmer. And then Mags Magda from Sex and the City is Mags in... 
Catching Fire 2, and then uh, Christopher Plummer's daughter is in Catching Fire as Wireless, you know, Wireless and Beatty. And fun fact about her, I, I'm an OG Disney fan. Get a clue that movie with Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song, and the teacher who goes missing. The female teacher in that is the woman who plays Wireless in Hunger Games Catching Fire. I, I could scream. I know this is the stuff that literally nobody in the world cares about, but you are my people, so I'm sure. Well, I'm actually not sure. I am hopeful that you care about that kind of stuff like that, too. Her name is Amanda Plummer. She's Christopher Plummer's daughter, obviously, Christopher Plummer. The late, great Christopher Plummer play Captain Von Trapp. Wait a second. Is Christopher... I'm, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm not saying that out of, well, let me check something here, because I, I'm almost certain the sound, uh, oh, the sound of music, sorry, oh, here we go, let me make sure that I'm saying that right, because I don't want to, uh, sorry, friggin' the internet, okay, um, Christopher Plummer, yes, the late Christopher Plummer, who sadly passed in February of 2021, at age 91, may he rest in peace. But his daughter is a fabulous actress, and I love to see, you know, his talent passed on through her, which is amazing. But anyways, let's get into our story today, because there's a lot of ground to cover, and I need to go start my day, because I have a very busy day today. Well, I'm really just going to get a little bit of Botox touch up, and then go get a coffee, and I have some errands to run, but that's very busy! <laughs> it's the life of a girly. Okay, anyways, our first story of the day was the big, 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 big news that dropped on Friday... It's not confirmed from her, so I, I won't actually believe it until the, it, there's a post via, you know, Miss Jenner herself. But that is the big news that Kylie Jenner is pregnant, expecting baby number two with Travis Scott. Now, this is from this is originally reported from TMZ, which is very reliable. And now I'm reading this. This article I'm going to read you is from E, which is also very reliable. Home of the Kardashians. Well, former home of the Kardashians. But I'm really excited about this because Travis and Kylie made the most beautiful baby in Stormy, her firstborn, her daughter. So if they are, in fact, pregnant, this is great because we already know their baby's going to be a beauty. Okay. Big sister Stormy Webster has a nice ring to it. Yes, you read that right. Kylie Jenner is pregnant with her and Travis Scott's second child. Multiple sources confirmed to E! News. It is, <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's an exciting announcement the on-and-off-again duo have been hoping for since welcoming Stormy in Feb 2018. Quote, oh, wow, that's been a, that was, I remember that. You know where I was when Kylie announced she, was, she had a baby? I was sitting at Logan Airport in Boston flying back to L.A. And literally, well, this happened a week after I got back to L.A., but it's kind of, you know, similar timelines, which is weird. Kylie, quote, Kylie talks about having another baby very frequently, an insider told E! News back in May 2019, continuing, quote, she would love to have another baby with Travis. She feels like she was truly meant to be a mother. I agree with that. Kylie looks like she's a fabulous mother, and Stormy is the most glam life ever. However, plans changed by the end of 2019. Kylie, 23, and Travis, 2019, decided to press pause in their relationship. Quote, Travis and I are on great terms, and our main focus right now is Stormy, the beauty mogul tweeted in October 2019. Our friendship and our daughter is our priority. Although they briefly went their separate ways, the duo remained united as co-parents and, over time, found their way back to each other romantically. In June, the Grammy nominee professed his love for the game of the Kardashian star while attending the 72nd annual Parsons benefit during his acceptance speech, Travis, who brought Kylie and Stormy along as his dates, gave a shout out to his two favorite girls, quote, Stormy, I love you, and wifey, I love you. Oh, and then there's a fabulous photo of the family on the red carpet together. Um, after the event, a source confirmed to E! News that their relationship was back on track, quote, Kylie and Travis are very happy and acting like a couple again. The source said they hold hands and are affectionate, but they aren't shy about showing their love for each other. They support each other and are constant in each other's lives. Um, 
this is fabulous news. I'm really, really happy for Kylie. Um, I could not think of a cuter baby. I could not think of a couple that makes more beautiful babies. And I'm really excited because Kylie, a mogul, Travis, a very successful music artist. This is so great. I mean, the, the, they're, they're finding the time to be a family and i um, really excited for Stormy. And I can't wait to see the kids grow up and the news and the outlets. I'm sure Chris is so happy. Um, and I, I, I did report on Friday that Caitlin... Um, announced the that a member of the Jenner family is pregnant. Sorry, I'm cracking my knuckle, knuckles. It's a bad habit of mine, I know, but like I need to crack, crack, crack. Say crack again, crack. I never understood that line in Mean Girls, but that's one of my favorite scenes ever because that's when Katie, that's when Regina comes up to Katie. You know, why are you talking to Janice Ian? I don't know. She just came up to me. She's like, so we are talking about drugs. She's so pathetic. Let me tell you something about Janice Ian. She used to be my best friends. I know, right? So, I can't even. Such a good scene. Rachel McAdams, I can't. Oh, speaking of Rachel McAdams, I, I obviously am like a TikTok addict. Um, I was on and I came across clips from The Hot Chick with Rob Schneider, and Rachel McAdams, Anna Faris. And Rachel McAdams, no wonder why she got Regina George. She was so good as like the mean girl in Hot Chick. So good. Boys, and, boys are cheats and liars. They are a big disgrace. They will teach you anything to get to second baseball. Baseball, then they're going to score the fact. I can't remember that, but and I can't even remember like what the Pledge of Allegiance of the United States is. It's like really sad, but like that's just like the kind of world we live in. Um, I don't even know why I went off on that tangent, but I love Rachel McAdams, so love it. Um, but I, that's like, what? what? Where was I going with that? I don't even know. Okay, let's just go to our second story of the day. And this is obviously what I was talking about a little bit earlier. See the photos of Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz's cozy NYC outing. Okay, these are the paparazzi photos that I saw last week of um, Channing riding a bike in NYC and Zoe Kravitz on the back of it, riding it like a, like a girly, like a, you know, his love bug. Love these photos. And I couldn't think of a more, like, suitable couple. Um, okay. This isn't a big little lie. I see what they did there. Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are spending time together, and we, as an E, have the pictures to prove that it happened. The Magic Mike actor and Divergent star were spotted getting close during an outing in New York City on Wednesday, August 18th. In one photo obtained by E! News, Kravitz 32 can be seen holding on to... I'm sorry, holding on to Tatum 41 while riding on the back of his bicycle. Another snap shows a duo sharing a laugh together <laughs> in Manhattan's East Village neighborhood. According to an insider, their bond is... Coasting along somewhere between pals and something more. I love that. That's great. It's not too formal. No, not too much pressure. They're just, you know, testing the waters. Um, having connected while working together on Kravitz's directorial film debut, Pussy Island. I had no idea Zoe Kravitz was directing. That's amazing. It's probably going to be fabulous. Quote, they're spending a lot of time together and having fun, the source told E! News. They are... Uh, more than just close friends or co-stars, their relationship has grown into more. In fact, Kravitz already appears to be having a major impact on Tatum's life, starting with his footwear. Quote, when someone can just come out and tell me I should not be wearing Crocs and is so adamant about it, Tatum, who plays a tech billionaire in Kravitz's film, recently told Deadliner of her fashion advice, she completely convinced me I can never wear Crocs anymore. Kravitz, who filed for divorce from husband Carl Glussman in December 2020, that's right, then teased, quote, just to be clear, there are people out there who can pull off the Crocs thing. I just wasn't sure you were one of them. Hilarious. Um, and then the article obviously goes on to, like, have more photos and whatnot. I think this is so great. Zoe Kravitz is one of my favorite gals in Hollywood. She's a great, not only a great actress, but she's so cool. She's so unique. She's so singular. You know, she's not like these blonde, you know, Chanel carrying bimbos in LA. No disrespect. There's like nothing wrong with that. But like Zoe Kravitz is not that. She is cool. I just watched her beauty, uh, her makeup tutorial on Vogue, by the way, on Vogue's YouTube. So good. She's like, 
She, I mean, it, it makes sense because her mom is so beautiful. And Lenny Kravitz, too, is very beautiful. Whenever I think of Lenny Kravitz, aside from thinking of him, thinking of him as Cinna in Hunger Games, I always think of those Gap commercials he did with SJP back in the day. You know, the ones where they're, I'm playing for this little lady. I love those commercials, and I love that SJP and Lenny Kravitz have met each other. That means that SJP and... Oh, but you know, it's also a really fun fact. SJP and Zoe Kravitz follow each other on Instagram because she's always commenting about Sex and the City stuff. So that probably means that Zoe Kravitz met SJP when SJP did. I love how connected Hollywood is. It just makes me so happy. And the fact that, like, there is, like, a business for me caring about this and the fact that I have a platform to talk about the things I care about that not many people do because most people are, like, talking about, like, finance and, like, things going on in Afghanistan and the news. Like, all that's... I get that. That's important. But, like, the fact that SJP and um, Zoe Kravitz know each other is even more important than some, like, world matter. That's just my humble opinion, though. Anyways... Love it. Congratulations to this um, new friendship or couple, whatever they may be. I'm really looking forward to see what it manifests into. And um, congratulations. Okay, third story of the day. A little bit of an update of what's going down with Scarlett Joe and Disney. (laughs) Disney is just... I like what's going on with Disney. I love Disney Plus and I love Marvel, but you cannot treat my... You cannot... they're They're playing dirty with my girl. And that is not okay because Scar Joe made them billions. Tisk, tisk. Also, Elizabeth Olsen spoke about this, but this is an article that I um, read somewhere. That Elizabeth Olsen commented about, and she's basically congratulating. Uh, not congratulating. She's like saying good for Scar Joe for speaking out on this issue, as she should. Okay, this is also from me. Scarlett Johansson's lawyer slams Disney after company seeks to push lawsuit to private arbitration. Goodness gracious, ass is bodacious. The Walt Disney Company wants Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow compensation lawsuit to be handled privately, but according to the actress's lawyer, she ain't having it. In July, the 36-year-old star sued the corporation for alleged breach of contract over the pay for the Marvel movie, which was released in theaters and offered as a premiere purchase on its streaming service Disney Plus at the same time. That's where I watched it. Um, she argued that her contract guaranteed exclusive theatrical release and that the hybrid release to, led to a reduction in her compensation. Totally understandable. Disney, who has said her lawsuit has, quote, no merit whatsoever, filed a notion, I'm sorry, a motion on Friday, August 20th, to compel Johansson into a private arbitration over the matter. Quote, after initially responding to this litigation with a misogynistic attack against Scarlett Johansson, Disney is now, predictably, trying to hide its misconduct in a confidential arbitration, the actress's attorney, John Berlinski, told E! News in a statement on Saturday, August 21st. He added, quote, Why is Disney so afraid of litigating this case in public? Because it knows that Marvel's promises to give Black Widow a typical theatrical release, like its other films, had everything to do with guaranteeing that Disney wouldn't cannibalize box office receipts in order to boost Disney Plus subscriptions. Yet, that is exactly what happened, and we look forward to presenting the overwhelming evidence that proves it. Oh my gosh, I I would love to be... uh, and jury in this case, like, Scarjo, Scarjo, hit the hammer, hit the hammer, um, whatever, the, the ballot, the mallet, I just think this is so awful, I mean, Scarjo should just get paid what she deserves to get paid, and it, it was so awful for Disney to release her salary amount, saying that she was paid an initial 20 million up front, it doesn't matter, that's neither here nor there, yes, it's much more than what the average human, <clears throat> excuse me, hold on one sec, <clears throat> this case, this story is getting me all riled up, I can't even speak, okay, what was I saying, oh yes, her 20 million dollar salary is obviously much more than the average um, earner in the United States or in the world makes, but she's a movie star. She's an A-list movie star who's generated billions of dollars for the MCU, as well as Disney. So, a contract is a contract. So just write the girl a damn check. I mean, I know with all the money I've been paying for Disney Plus that she's getting my money, so just give her it. Just have the money. It's just, like, crazy. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know much about litigation and litigation and judges and juries and all that aside from watching How to Get Away with Murder. You know who would be great to be on this case? Annalise Keating. Well, really, Viola Davis. But I'm sure Viola Davis could handle this whole thing and clean it all up and, you know, that, that'd be that. Oh, Scar Joe. You know. 
I'm on your side, girl, as as I'm sure most people are, because Disney's really coming out like they're, you know, playing dirty, low down, dirty. Um, what is the thing that Nini said? Low down, dirty with the, something, something from Real Houses of Atlanta. Anyways, whatever updates come of that, I will read them to you because that's what I do as a minister of pop culture. Okay. For the fifth story, have to do with Kim Kardashian West. Um, the first one being from page six. Kim Kardashian posts pic of her listening to Kanye West's Donda in her car. Kanye West is still giving Kim Kardashian an earful. The Skims founder posted a pic while driving Saturday that showed her listening to her ex-husband's new highly anticipated and frequently delayed album Donda. Kardashian appeared to be listening to the record via her iPhone, and the tracks were unnamed, all appearing with the same title, quote, Donda Mix Test. Um, the iTunes pre-order lay for the album is listed at 24 tracks long. Um, the Daily Mail reports that Kim's listening sesh comes after she and Wes were snapping, grabbing lunch in Malibu Thursday at the Swanky Nobu Ryokan Hotel. I've been there. That's a flex. Um, next to favorite car, Jenner Haunt Nobu. Which brings us to our fifth story of the day. This is from TMZ. Kim and Kanye, lunch in the boo. Things seem chill. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had a lunch. I'm going to talk about the music. Don't worry. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had a lunch date. Uh, the first time we've seen the pair of Wii as in TMZ, but I guess they're, um, they mean like the general public. Um, the pair without their kids in a long time. And another sign, they continue to have a very amicable relationship. A very amicable relationship. The ex-couple grabbed food together Thursday in Malibu with security in tow. And though it appeared they were trying to keep their hang on the DL, the fact that they're hanging at all suggests things are good between them despite being in the middle of a divorce. I think that that's so great. Co-parenting at its best. As we've told you, we again, as on TMZ, Kim and their kids have been very supportive of Ye as he's been dragging out the release of his upcoming 10th studio album, Donda, by attending both of his listening events in Atlanta. On top of that, Kim recently credited her estranged husband with helping her become the woman she is today by teaching her to become more true to herself and not care what everyone thinks. Um... Yeah, so first of all, I'm not surprised Kim's listening to Kanye's music. She's probably his biggest fan. That makes total sense. Even though they're going through a divorce, it doesn't mean they still don't love each other and support each other's arts and crafts and business endeavors. Totally believe that. Also great that they're eating lunch together. I mean, that's not great. This is what we want to see. I think we. I think a lot of people knew when things were pretty rough and Kanye was, you know, running for president and making some, you know, kind of questionable statements that at the end of the day, um, their relationship be saved and maybe divorcing was the way to save it and keep them you know uh in a very supportive respecting respective environment or whatever the the, the terminology you know what i'm trying to say but love to see it and i'm really happy that they're um you know hanging out and buddies and i kevin kanye are iconic they're you know they may not be romantically end game but they're end game in terms of support for sure and this brings us to our sixth and final story of the day i've never talked about this guy on my show but i love him so much because i love the show he's in that is the one and only iconic Eric Stone Street, who you guys know is modern fa- from Modern Family, is engaged to Lindsay Schweitzer. See her diamond wing. Ring. Wing. Sorry. Oh, I'm so hungry, and I just had four cheeseburgers. I don't even understand how that's possible. Well, four roadside sliders. Not really full-size cheeseburgers, but... Anyways, congratulations are in order for Modern Family alum Eric Stone Street and his people on Sunday, August 22nd. The 49-year-old actor announced to Instagram that he and Lindsay Schweitzer are engaged after the star popped the question. He shared several photos of the happy couple that showed off her eye-popping diamond ring. Quote, she said she'd have her people call my people. Eric humorously captioned the post. Um, among his famous friends sharing the support in the comment section was Gwyneth Paltrow, who wrote, Yay! We are so happy for you, Rob Riggle, who has attended Kansas City-based sporting events with Eric as both grew up in the area, posted congratulations. Additionally, Zachary Levi commented, congrats, dude. Michael Bublé shared, congrats, you are a beautiful couple. And Bethany Frankel! 
Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot Bethany and Eric dated for a second. Uh, she sent, she commented, yes. Um, I love Eric Stone Street. I thought he was so good on Modern Family. And I'm really happy that he's engaged. And um, I love the whole Modern Family cast, like Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who, uh, you know, is a Broadway star. Sarah Hyland, of course. Ty... Ty Sheridan? No. Ty Pennington? No. Ty... You know the guy who played the dad? So handsome. I love him. And then Julie Benz, um, who played the wife. And Sofia Vergara, of course. Um, and that other guy. And, like, the rest of the cast. Um, Ariel Winter. And I, I don't even know the names, but, like, I, like, love the show so much. It's, like, that show that I see clips of, but I, like, don't actually sit down and watch it a lot. I don't actually think I've ever seen an entire episode of Modern Family, but I really like the show, like, the clips I do see. I love it. I'm a big fan. I'm just such a big fan of Sarah Highlands because I, you know, I love Sarah Highland. Um, Vampire Academy, one of the best school movies ever. If you know, you know, if you don't know them well, you're missing out. Um, but I was going to say something about Bethany. I can't remember what it was. There was like actually something really important I was going to say. Oh, well, it comes to me. I'll talk about it tomorrow. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, I'm Andrew V3, the mistress of pop culture. Have a good Monday. Bye.